Wonder how that woman came up with her cool idea and turned it into a business? Listen in to find out how. Welcome to Women Inspired. I'm your host, Lindy Ugalow. And on the show, I speak with women and a cool few, du- a few cool dudes, all of them artists, healers, changemakers, and entrepreneurs about how they put their dreams into action. And today I have with me as my guest, Karen Locke-Cope. <laughs> it's a tricky one. Yes. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Please tell us about what you do. I. I help parents of young children worry less and enjoy more. And I do that in mainly one way, but I have a couple of different ways now. I have a podcast called We Turned Out Okay, and I've written a book called Positive Discipline Ninja Tactics, and I have a group coaching uh, community for parents of young children. So the group is called Positive, no, the book is called Positive Discipline Discipline. Ninja tactics yeah yeah because we always talk about on the show on the podcast we talk a lot about how like kids have these evil Jedi mind tricks and you know like it or not you've got to find a way to deal with them and uh, and we actually talk a lot about how kids don't set out to have evil Jedi mind tricks it's just a developmental thing it's how kids are they don't have the same thinking capabilities they have very different uh, ways of thinking than adults do and a lot of adults parents you know don't don't understand that and so I try to help them understand it and then we use the discipline positive discipline ninja tactics to counteract the the evil Jedi mind tricks also I'd love to like unpack this a little bit this is so interesting you say that children don't set out to be but what no, do they you... really don't I mean I think if you picture sort of the average I would say middle-class uh, parent especially mom, but, but of both genders. Uh, parents, you know, maybe they've had a long day of work, maybe they, uh, they, you know, there's a lot of demands on adults, right? And kids can't know that. They just, they just don't have the same kind of thinking capacity. And, and when, a, when a child needs something, they need it. They feel like they need it right away, whatever it is. And they will use the means at their disposal to to get that and sometimes that can be whining or you know throwing things or trying to do something to get mom or dad's attention and 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 the parents are like why are you doing this and the kids are like because it's the only thing I know it's the only way I know but they don't have those words to say no exactly exactly (laughs) they don't have those words to say so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what's the first step for a parent who is kind of at their wits end or they're not sure how to oh so this is I'm so glad you asked that question the whole reasoning behind positive discipline ninja tactics was it actually started out as a pod a series of podcast episodes because parents were literally writing to me and they were like I am at my wits end they use your words and uh, they would say I don't know how to handle it when she gets in my face and says no or something like that Uh, I don't know how to handle it when he throws his dinner on the floor, you know? And uh, I would say, all right, well, here are some great little hacks. Here are some things, here are some tools that, that can help you. And that's really where I like to start is with like the, the easy takeaways that you, can, that you can do like in the moment that, that can change your whole relationship with your child, really. Things like saying yes when you mean no, because uh, I've, I've recently learned that um, kids hear the word no 40,000 times before they turn five. 
and they only hear yes 5,000 times. So if you've- 40,000 yes. versus 5,000. It's a ratio of eight to one. Wow. Eight no's for every yes. And if we can do any, I mean, no is such a shut down kind of word. If we can do anything to make it so that it's, so that they're hearing yes, I, I say do it. And you can, you can do it, but still mean no. You know, if they say, uh, can I have my dessert? You can say, yep, right after dinner. Instead of saying, no, you can't have your dessert. So things like that. Find it, so say yes, yep. and find a way to make yes make sense for what it is. Yep, yep, can we go to the park? Yep, tomorrow afternoon we can go to the park, or right after we're done with grocery shopping or something like that. Those are the kinds of things that, that just make, make life easier, and once life is a little bit easier, you can, you can start to see your child's personality. You, you, know, you can start to appreciate some things about your child that maybe you, you didn't before. So, so you, you started off saying that people would come to you. How did they know to come to you? What were you doing in your life that people that, knew that you were so, someone that they could even ask that? Really, it was, um, it was, it was podcasting. And um, the way... The way it started was I, I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I have uh, my bachelor's of sciences in child development, human development. And I was a teacher for a really long time. So that's really where I learned these kind of uh, little, little tricks and tips. And when I was, I guess I was 40, wow crazy to think. I got a chronic illness. I know this feels like a little bit of a departure, but I promise you I'm coming back. Um, I developed a chronic illness that took away my ability to walk. It's messed with my uh, forearms and my hands and my elbows and my upper arms. Um, and it's a lot better now. But in the worst of the arm stuff, I literally had like 5% use of my arms. And I was a, you know, tip, I think a very typical kind of at-home mom. My, my, we homeschool, but uh, I was running the household, doing the shopping and the cooking and all that kind of stuff. And, and suddenly I couldn't do those things anymore. And I, I was going crazy because I didn't know, I felt so burdensome and guilty. And, and uh, a friend said to me, okay, well, Regular parenting is off the table for you right now. You're not driving anybody around. You're not folding laundry. You're not cooking. What can you do with this time? And I was like, you know, I, I, could, I could teach. I mean, I, could, I can't teach in a classroom, but I can teach people stuff. And really, that's where, that was back in 2014, and that's where the kind of the, the motivation to do something to help people really came from. And by May of 2015, I, I did start We Turned Out Okay. And people have really found me there, which is very cool, you know? That's amazing. So you were in a physically disabled place. Yeah. And you started a po podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought I could, it doesn't matter if I can't walk, you know, I can talk. I can, I can use my voice. I have a good heart. I have a good mind. I can use, these are the attributes that I have that I can put something out in the world with. And people have really responded. It's been very exciting. And what's, what's so interesting is if that didn't happen to you physically, you probably wouldn't have started that. Exactly. That is exactly how I feel. I, I really think the one had to happen so that the other could happen, you know? And, and it's funny because I would never wish this on anyone. I mean, it's been, it's been painful and, and, and horrible. But I think 
human nature is such that you sometimes you have to go through something like that to appreciate what you have in your life. And the kids, we've I've got a 16-year-old and a 12-year-old son, and both of them have repeatedly said that they know so much more about life having helped me through this, really. And my husband has repeatedly said that we would be a very different family. We might be a very different family without it. It's brought us together in some really cool ways. That's amazing. So. <laughs> That's really inspiring. It's, it's, I mean, it's my story. You know, it, it, it was very hard to go through, and sometimes it still is. But uh, I feel incredibly grateful that I have the people I have and the support I have. I'm lucky. Uh, it makes me think, Karen, that, I mean, we all have things that we go through all the time, daily, monthly, yearly. You know, life happens, right? Mm -hmm. And we tend to fight against it. What your story kind of illustrates is that there is some, something that can be a positive outcome that isn't necessarily apparent. Yeah. Yeah. While you're going through it, but if we can remember that somehow or trust that somehow, yeah. that yeah. even though there is this obstacle here that we have to go around or we're unable to or we don't have time for, there is something of meaning and use, perhaps, there. Yeah. Especially yeah. if we look for it. Yeah. I'll tell you, I never thought that. I never thought I would do this. I never thought I would you know, be a podcaster or, or have a coaching group or, or any, any, of, any of the things that have really happened. And when I think about how enriched my life has become, uh, it's, sometimes it's just kind of surpri it's surprising, even to me. It's a little bit shocking, you know? That's so, so. It's a nice kind of shock, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. So I want to hear about your coaching practice. So you have a you have a from the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Then you. I have a, a community. You have, I have a community. A, a, it's a group. I mean, I think of it as a group coaching community. So parents listen to the podcast, enjoy the podcast, get a lot from it, and then I thought, okay, well, I'll write this book because they can they can take, you know, what we're learning on the show. Go, I go a little bit more in depth into in in the book, and. There's, it's written down for people to be able to go back and read, okay, this is how she wants me to do this no into yes thing, or this is how she wants me to do first then, which is another kind of technique. Um, and then I thought, then I, I was getting parents who were like, I really want your advice, I, you know, personally to me. And I thought, okay, well, there's enough people that want that, that let's, let's start Let's start like a way that I can have some classes that people can can go into the. I, I my mine is a forum-based community, so people can ask me questions directly in the forums. We can talk in the forums. I have a, a group, not a group, a, a single person and me parent coaching call, which uh, I then record and they go on the pod. They can be episodes of the podcast, so parents are getting help with what they need right away, and then everybody else who listens is getting the benefit of those as well. I mean, it's really, I love the whole, like, it's all such a self, it's like a virtuous circle, you know what I mean? Where everything feeds upon itself in a really, really cool way. So, so, so you'll do a one-on-one -on -one session with somebody. Mm -hmm. Record it. Record it, yeah. and they know that when Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I think that's part of the, I actually think people enjoy that. That's part of the, like, value of it is not only you know, I'm helping them immediately, and a lot of times they'll they'll say like, I, I never thought about this at all. I never thought about these ideas, and 
I can give them a whole different perspective on some real struggle that they're having in their parenting. And, uh, and then I think they love this too, that everybody else, every, anybody who listens gets the benefit of that. And then if they want their particular individual situation, those listeners want that addressed, then they can join the community. I mean, it all, it's really, um, I see. Dovetails. So these are the people in the community have this kind of access. Yes, exactly. And that was really that was really what I wanted to do. I mean, you can only talk to so many individual people. I, I'm sure you see this too, where, where you know you want to help everybody, and there's just not a way for you to to help everybody. So you you set up a way in which you can help you know more people individually, and that is also helping people who maybe don't have the the same means to 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 join a private community. Not that mine is expensive. It's, uh, it's, it's, I think, priced really well. I love the, the idea of a community where um, you, can, you can join for like a monthly rate or an annual rate. And it's not breaking the bank, but it's, it's enough that um, you're invested, I think, a little bit. You know, it's easier to it's easier to listen to something and say, "Oh, okay, I'll I'll do that," and then kind of never do it. But if you're paying a little bit of money, then you're I think more likely to um, you got some skin in the game. You know what I mean? You're more likely to to really follow through with that. So, mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. and I've had really good results with with um, with the parents who've who I've been able to speak to and work with, and it's fun. So when you had your podcast and then you created the community, has it been like a smooth kind of growth for you? Um, I think outwardly it's been smooth. Like first it was the podcast and then uh, it used to be just once a week. And about, about three or four months in, I think, I started doing every other week I do an episode called a Your Child Explained episode because a lot of parents don't know what's going on in their kids' heads. So that was so what we do in our Your Child Explained is we look into our kids and see what's going on in there, basically. See why they do the crazy things that they do. And I um, that was a smooth thing that people loved. And then Positive Discipline Ninja Tactics, the episode, the series happened, and people loved that. They, that was record downloads kind of a thing. So then the book happened, and, and then from that, you know, the community kind of happened. And I would say outwardly it does look very smooth, but of course inside, I mean, it's like when it's being built, you know, there were, there were like just learning how to, just learning how to create something and put it online, you know what I mean? Or um, build forums and then figure out how to put stuff in them and, and videotaping, all, all of the technical stuff, yeah. And I think one of the, I was thinking about this earlier in our conversation, one of the things that made it easier for me to do those, to overcome those hurdles is because I've already come overcome an awful lot of hurdles. And I'm like, I've come this far, I'm not letting, whatever this little technical thingy is, I'm not letting it stop me. It is not going to stop me. I think that's so. a great lesson for people to learn if they're thinking about you know, becoming an entrepreneur or starting a group, that there are lots of technical, there's a yes. big technical learning curve, yeah. yet it's all learnable. Yeah, yeah. And do you notice this too? You have to start something before you think you're ready. Have mm -hmm. you ever... Well, I mean, before you know what's involved. Before you know what's involved, exactly. Yes, like this TV show, for yeah. example. <laughs> you almost have to say to yourself, like, all right, I don't know anything about this. Let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. and, and kind of put yourself out there in that way. I mean, I didn't, there was a lot I did not know about podcasting. And, um, and yet, here we are, you know, 150 great sounding, helpful episodes later. That's great. You know, and I've been able to talk to some, I, every other week I do an interview, a guest interview, so I've had some 
some just fantastic guests, really, really helpful people. I had the uh, then president of the uh, American Academy of Pediatrics on the on the podcast last fall, and. I, to me, that felt like such a milestone. You know, when you can talk to somebody of an internet, of a national kind of level like that, it just, and now all your listeners are getting the benefit of, of, of his ideas and his advice. I mean, I was like, that's, that's pretty cool, so. I was just listening to someone discuss about being a celebrity. Mm -hmm. And what does being a celebrity mean? Or mean, and mm -hmm. you know, just the the idea of being having visibility gives you the opportunity to to share more of your ideas, and you know, because it gives you a kind of create a credibility mm -hmm. that people start to listen. Mm -hmm. So that let's say you had a hundred podcasts already, you had built this community, and then when you had this person on you're able to share that with so many people. Yeah. Whereas yeah. let's say you didn't have a podcast, but you met this guy. Yeah, yeah, who would I, who could I share with? Who could you with, share right? it with, exactly. Yeah. So people don't realize that it's not just about us. It's about how we can share the benefit, you know, the wisdom, the information, the inspiration, the motivation from all the other people that we encounter and, yeah, and we, yeah. we're in a day and age that we have the technology. Yeah. And I think it's really important for each of us to speak up and share what we can. I'm so glad that you had your epiphany. My, uh, yeah, my, my opportunity, right? Yes, yeah, your yeah. opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think, I mean, when I think about why I do what I do, it's... It's because of the people that I'm, I'm helping. I mean, I say all the time on the show that like, they feed my soul just by listening. Mm. I mean, they really, really do. It's so, I mean, gratifying is the wrong word because it makes it sound like it's just gratuitous, you know what I mean? But it is so gratifying and so uh, like affirming when, um, when I see, I had, a, I had a thousand downloads in one day last week, which that was, that was something new. That's and. Uh, I was like, wow, I mean, I, you know. That's amazing. Oftentimes I'll yeah. come close, but I haven't, I haven't seen that. And yeah. it's just like, oh my gosh. That is. Know, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Celebrate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a thousand people that I got to help that day, you that's know. That's right. That's so. right. So what are the, some of the things that you hear from people that have been helped? Oh, that they, they'll say things like, I never thought of that. What a cool idea. And then they'll come back to me and they'll say, so I made this chart, you know, I, or I made this, this thing that you recommended and, and it's really, really working well. And, and I'm, I'm happier in my life now. I'm happier with my kids. Like a lot of what I, a lot of my listeners are of the worried and hovering variety, which is exactly how I was when my kids were small. Oh my God, I wouldn't let them climb stairs, especially my firstborn, I would not let him climb up the stairs because I was afraid, like, what if he falls? Well, there's only one way to learn how to climb stairs and that's to climb stairs. And so a lot of my listeners are in that mode of like, oh God, they can't do anything. We need to make everything perfect for them and they'll never fall and they'll never get hurt and they'll never be upset. And increasingly I'm coming to see almost in the opposite sense. I mean, we need to keep them safe from things like oncoming cars and, and big, you know, bleach and stuff like that. But we, but we need to let them fall down because that's how you learn to get back up. So that's, parents get in touch with me to say, I worry a lot less 
I understand why they do what they do and, and just thank you, really. Mm -hmm. so. so more harmony at home, more yeah. enjoyment in yeah. the family. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't know that you could ask for much more. I know, that's you bliss. Know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite um, quotes, and I won't remember who it's, who it's from, is it's the ultimate ambition of all, something like the ultimate ambition of all life is to be happy at home or to be harmonious at home, something like that. And mm. I love that. <laughs> that's exactly mm. how I feel. So, and with with teens, sometimes that's not easy because I now have a teen and a tween. So, uh -huh. you know. But for the most part, it's still good. And you have this foundation. Yeah, we are we are a, a lucky foursome. I think. I mean, in that like we enjoy each other's company. We talk about a lot of big, hairy things, and and. Um, they understand that they can disagree with us and that we are going to support them and, and you know that that they're they really matter to us do you remember did you ever watch the breakfast club no okay so uh for for viewers who have it's um there's a part in the breakfast club which is about f i think five teenagers who end up they have to serve a full day's detention on their own and um one of them says to another at one point, what do your parents do that's like so bad? And, and she says, they ignore me. And he says, so do mine. And it's like, I remember my, watching that with my husband a couple of years ago and we said, we don't want to ignore them. <laughs> that's not, that would not be good. So whatever that means, because those parents didn't look like they were ignoring their kids, but they were, mm. you know? Yeah. And also the benefit of being in these years is that you get fresh, experience that you can experiment and explore yeah and then you have all of that to share with your community y yes but I, I I will say this I do try to run things by the boys before I I uh, I tell something about them on the show mm -hmm. uh, this is something that's become increasingly it's kind of come up in our lives a couple of years ago my youngest was walking by and I, and I showed, I was like, oh, look what I just reposted on Facebook. And it was a video of him at three imitating Gandalf the Grey with a staff. And I was like, isn't that cute? And he was, so he was like nine at the time. And he said, mom, please don't ever repost that. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm so sorry. Okay, I won't. And, and ever since then, I really try to, to say to them, listen, is it okay? I mean, and they've okayed things that I would never have thought, like it's okay for me to tell a story about bribing one of them with a donut to potty train. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like the things that they have, <laughs> right? The thing that they, the things that they have okayed sometimes mm -hmm. blow my mind. But I think it's the courtesy of being asked, mm -hmm. and they know they can say no, and I will find a way if they mm -hmm. say no. So yeah, you know, it's respectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's next for you? I am just getting into, of all things, video, actually. Uh, I've, I've dabbled in it for course modules for within the community. And I've just started a series, I'm just getting it going now, a series on YouTube called Parents Time Out, which are very short, like three minute or less little takeaways uh, that parents can watch. And then they have like a little thing to try. And they always reference what's going to be on the podcast that week. So they can, if they need, if they want more, they can, you know, they can listen to the episode. So I'm, I'm moving in a video type direction, which is different for me. It's, it's, you know, a little daunting, but I'm getting there. That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. great. A new adventure. A new adventure. Exactly. 
That's wonderful. Well, one of the things I love to do is have people, my guests, pick a card from this box and riff on it however it fits in your work. Okay. I would love to. All right, let me. Okay, intuition is my, is my card. And I think that intuition is, is a really good guide. Certainly in my life, intuition is a really good guide. And I, I've, I've read a little bit about it because I don't, to me it's, it feels very woo-woo, this idea that like from nowhere you'll get, oh my gosh, there it is, the inspiration. And I wanted to find out kind of more about it. And my, what I've read and, and sort of listened to has led me to believe that intuition is your subconscious noticing things that you don't consciously notice. And then enough of them happen that you're like, wait a minute, you know, I'm not going to get in the elevator with that guy. Or I'm, I'm going to I'm going to go that way and see what happens when I go that way. And, and what I find that my intuition has done so far is it's led me in really, really good directions. Can you give an example? So from a very long time ago, I, um, I, went, I was invited to go to a graduation party for a friend when I was 24. And it was a weekend-long graduation party at his dad's house on their lake. Everybody was bringing tents. And I was like, yes, I'm going to do this. And my mother called the next day to say, hey, your grandfather is turning 80 and we're all going to up, you know, up to Montreal for his birthday. And I was like, oh crap. I was like, I can't, I'm sorry, but I can't do that. And my mother was so angry with me because I didn't. I said, listen, I've made other plans. I can't do this. I'm 24 years old. I love my grandfather, but I'm asserting myself. And I went to that and I met my husband. I went to the graduation party and I met my husband and I, I came home we spent the whole weekend together. As soon, when we left, I knew as soon as I shook his hand that he was he was he was my man. And I went home. I remember going home and I called my mom and she said, "So, how was the party?" And I said, "I've met the man I'm going to marry. His name is Ben Culp. You'd better get used to it." And she she was like, "Okay." And uh, that was. I mean, if I hadn't gone to that, if I hadn't obeyed that intuition, you know, what would have happened? That's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's been oh. a great, I've been a very lucky lady with that, so. I love that. Yeah. Wow. So how can people find you? Uh, people could go to my website, which is weturnedoutok.com, uh, and they'll find all the podcast episodes there. They can go to YouTube and search probably Parents Time Out, I would suggest, or yeah, probably Parents Time Out. I have a... I have, there's like a channel, but it's just, I'm literally just learning how to do that. So the best place is to your website? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And you mentioned to me that you have something to give away to I people? do, I do. I want to make uh, available for listeners, and I have made available for, for viewers, my book. I, I've written an ebook. It's Positive Discipline Ninja Tactics. And if, if you've got any interest in... I don't know, reading more about my story or if you if you have any interest in like the kind of parent hacks that can help with parenting, it's at weturnedoutok.com slash P-D-N-T for the first four letters of the book. So weturnedoutok.com slash P-D-N-T for Positive Discipline Ninja Tactics is Okay, and we'll have that's that in the show notes on my website. Oh, excellent. And on the YouTube channel. Cool. All right. 
Cool, yeah. Thanks so much for coming on, Karen. This was so much fun to hear about the work that you do, and I know there are going to be so many happier families because of it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to be on. Thanks for coming on Women Inspired. If you enjoyed the episode, please tune in to the next one. Thank you for listening to Women Inspired. The show is recorded live in the studios of Bedford TV in Massachusetts. Music courtesy of Sheik Gamin. If you like this episode, please leave a review or comment. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or watch all the TV episodes of Women Inspired with the show notes and links at www.lindayugalo.com forward slash TV.